Hello. Hey, nice haircut, Becker. Thanks, man. It's terrible. Yeah, it's pretty bad, pal. Yeah, I know. Why'd you do that? I didn't. I, I just needed a haircut. It was fucking bothering me. And I went and got one from, you know, one of the three barbers in town. Jesus Christ. You look like a yeah. pinhead. Yep. You look I like really, your name's really Pygmy. And you have my hat. I do have your hat. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> like, no, I have I, your hat. Yes. I have no way of hiding my head. You're only allowed to wear flat caps to cover up that kind of hat? I look like a frat boy if I put on the other kind. Well, it's better than looking like a trombone player. Okay. It doesn't enough. look it doesn't look bad. I mean I hate it. Yeah, you should. It sucks. Yeah, it's not good. You left it very long on one side and very short on the it's kinda wonky. You look like a Macklemore impersonator. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you should be out on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh just angrily grabbing dollars from children. Yeah, and like singing three bars of his famous song thrift store what's it called goodwill i think i just sing that not gay song from lonely island where they're making fun of them i'm not familiar with uh macklemore like you are i'm not such a fan that i would get the haircut he had um i'm more of an andy sandberg fan but yeah look at this haircut em thanks bud what do you think it's pretty bad huh yikes yeah (laughs) just yikes that's all you got (laughs) uh how are you how are you how are you doing sam i'm good lon what's up with you what's your deal i just woke up so you know that's always fun to immediately go to work yeah i mean sorry to wake you up at 1 30. (laughs) it's not that it's just to immediately have to it's been funny that we went from everybody's wide open like at your at our leisure you know like hey i can record whenever now we have all the three of us have very specific availability windows and they're fucking wild sam has to a red eye flight i work three to three fucking becker works like 8 a.m to 6 30 (laughs) we're all over the place i guess this is growing up (laughs) <laughs> time to make the donuts is what i say uh yeah i gotta be travis barker if we're blink 182 in this freelance wackadoo world this gig economy uh yeah i'm I mean, Coppice because i definitely have cancer and i'm gonna yeah. find i'm gonna find out late <laughs> oh yeah you look sick and then becca you're the other one Tom yeah. DeLong, who everybody thought he was crazy, but he was uh, semi-correct, I think, with uh, his uh, interest in UFOs. I mean, yeah, and he's part of the whole disclosure thing, pretty, pretty involved. He's an asset, CIA asset. Meanwhile, I'm dating a Kardashian. Yeah. So that's vapid, pretty good for me. Vapid walking billboard for capitalism yeah just a fucking vapid hole that i fill <laughs> with my mohawked cock <laughs> i wonder mohawk. i think his dick looked like the fallen logo i think that's why they shaped it that way they just traced his hog the what logo fallen remember no of course you don't i forgot <laughs> <laughs> the only thing you remember that was fallen was the berlin wall because he, he celebrated it on your 35th birthday <laughs> i was over there yeah, you were. You were eating all the bricks. <laughs> I was drinking a bunch. Of, I was drinking a bunch of uh, Molotov cocktails. I was like, my tummy hurts. 
Well, Lund, I do understand. I empathize with you just having woken up. I've been there, man. I'll carry the load, and Becker will swallow the chode. We're fine. Uh, yeah, funny that you just, you're like, noon. Because usually if we suggest any time during the day, you're like... <laughs> well, to be fair, Becker suggested noon, and I like, thumbs up it. Uh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were uh, up and at him doing your push-ups and counting your keto calories or whatever you do now, writing in your keto journal. Yeah, I mean, I'm maintaining my blog, if that's what you're talking about. Oh, man. Did Yura send you pictures of uh, the cheek meat that he fried up? It looks Is that so what good. that was? I thought it was just his asshole. He's doing keto, and he said he's, uh, man, it was just like a bunch of cheek meat all uh, cooked up. It looked fucking perfect. Yeah, he sent it to me. I loved it. He cooked mm. it in his own beef tallow. It's like, good, Yuris. I'm glad you have a hobby besides gaming. Because they're all keto now. Yeah, we're keto, man. We're trying to live, baby. Not what are you me. drinking? Horchata? Is that your wake up horchata? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I'm glad I glad I kept it down. No. I was hoping you were gonna spit all over your mic. Then you'd be like, oh my mic's sticky again. Oh uh, yeah, I would have been fucked. Uh no, that's uh iced coffee. Sometimes I do hot, sometimes Megan's been doing uh cold brew as well. And uh, it's nice to, that's my uh, muscle confusion. My buzz, body doesn't know if it's getting hot or cold coffee every day. And so oh, it yeah. keeps my, my system on its toes. I got to I gotta stay away from that cold brew, man. I flip out. Makes me want to climb the wall, burn a mosque. It gets bad, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, mean, I think that's yeah. why Becker got that haircut. He was all fucking blind on cold brew. No, but apparently the barber was. Oh, yeah. I mean, the barber was clearly blind. I don't know if it was cold brew. A weird edge. I don't know how to move my head in the camera. The edge on the (laughs) other side, it like hangs off. Yeah, it's like he wanted you to swoop it over. Yeah, but I I don't it it doesn't work in either direction. I don't know what he was doing. He gave you like the uh the Richard Spencer. Yeah. That haircut came with a polo shirt. (laughs) Uh yeah, yeah. you're making me think of one of our early episodes when we talked about my barber. Well, he wasn't my barber, but the guy that worked with my barber, how uh, his wife was in the hospital. He went in the hospital and blew her away and then blew himself away. Oh, yeah. Pumped a bullet right into her. Remember that barber side, I think, was yeah. like episode yeah. seven or something. Yep. I think uh, I think we might be at 100 or around 100 episodes if you count the Patreon, so that's let's pretty just, wild. Let's just do a Greatest Hits today. Let's do all our favorite bits. Let's do a flashback this, flashback this, episode. This weekend's for sure our year anniversary, isn't it? I can oh double my check. God. Think all the fun memories we've had. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that one time Hiker's girlfriend? We talked about her? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. are they... <laughs> <laughs> Dump uh, your tits on my head, Lish. <laughs> give me give me some titty hat. <laughs> you need a titty hat. You need to walk around with a woman who's six foot eight, Becker, and just let her rest her shelf on top of your stupid haircut. Yeah, I'm into that. I bet you would. Yeah. Be. August 4th was our first episode. Oh, oh shit. God. You know yeah. what, guys? I still like you. Hell yeah. Still lazy after all these years. Yeah. Becker's coming to his own. This is kind of like everyone's secret favorites. Becker nowadays. No, it's That's still weird. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't hope think it's, it's you, Lund. Tiger <laughs> <laughs> doesn't talk. Some say he talks too much. <laughs> no, they don't. They love him. Uh, and people are going crazy, crazy for Lund. All the Lund acolytes out there. Yeah. Uh, nice job. A full year. We just have to keep doing it twice a week forever, and then in five years it'll pay off. So that's pretty cool. It's paying off now, man. No, it does pay off. It actually, I I told somebody that hit me up that it uh, it's nice to have a an easy way to talk to you because I I don't like being on the phone for an hour. Yeah, right, dude. You love being on the phone. You're no, the king of the law. I'm on a nine hour drive. I'm gonna ring up old Sam T. Uh, and well, I got to put my dick back in my pants, take the noose around my throat off <laughs> while driving. Yeah, that's all right. But it's also tough when you're uh, when you don't have good cell reception, because then you're just, you know, you can't fucking hear each other. But no, I don't like uh, being in the house for an hour on the phone. Your ear gets hot. Your hand falls asleep. That's why you got to get these jerk these, off uh, with it. These headphones, man. It's yeah. great. That way you just have a conversation hands-free. You're in the backyard pulling weeds because your wife demanded it. Meanwhile, <laughs> she's spending two and a half hours trying to find the right futon on Wayfair.com. It's great, man. <laughs> Today's supposed to be our big day for housework, which was why I was like, hey, I need to know when we're going to record because I promised my wife. And when I make a promise to that goddamn lady, I keep it, motherfucker. And uh, so <laughs> she's been spending the day just looking for the right futon. So, you know, we needed one that was for special dimensions so Lund would come here. Uh, not destroy it. We got one that was exactly uh, 68 inches tall, Lund. So that's perfect for you. Almost. Too long? <laughs> no, it's Jeez. not long enough. How tall are you, allegedly? I'm going to have to go fetal. I'm going to have to curl up into myself. Oh, it's not wide enough. You're going to be walking a thin tightrope. You have to sleep on your side. Uh, I am 5'10". Wow. Allegedly. Well, that's okay because the top of your head can hang off the bed. I don't care. I'm excited to go up there. I think I'm going to bring some boom booms. And I don't mean fireworks. Well, fireworks in a way. Brain fireworks. And uh, we're going to have fun. Yeah, man. You're going to be all mushed out, thrushed out. You're going to have a yeast infection in your throat. It's going to be great. Mm -hmm. You guys ever had that one? Thrush. I'm going to explode uh, my bowels in your bathroom and then act like it wasn't me. No, we have a special composting toilet outside for you. <laughs> I, did, I did get a yeast infection in my mouth once, and it was the hardest I've ever seen my mom laugh because I was like 11. So she uh, took me to the doctor, and she laughed and laughed and laughed. <laughs> like it's a, it's a yeast infection. My mom lost it. Like I didn't get the joke. She you were eating dying. pussy at 11? <laughs> no, it was, uh, I had already cum? had like a it strep was cum? No, I'd already had strep throat and I was eating like those eucalyptus halls, like one every fucking 40 seconds. Of course and you were, you fucking food deviant. Well, and I, my throat hurt real bad. I was a sickly kid. And, uh, <laughs> yes, you were. Diary of a wimpy kid. <laughs> <laughs> Total beta. Diary of a wimpy uh, skid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the beta uh, boy Becker. <laughs> the eucalyptus stripped like all the natural shit out of my mouth, and then uh, yeast infection took over. Man. But yeah, my my mom laughed like she heard the funniest fucking joke ever told. It was like she was watching uh, Cedric the Entertainer. 
Yes. <laughs> Carlin lives. Moms <laughs> love Cedric. Uh, did you see the uh, the talk about chicken pox? How, like, it was so foreign to... Let me stop to, you there. Of course not. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. What was it? The chicken pox talk? Well, yeah, everybody's been talking, everybody... <laughs> Uh, on Twitter, all the cool kids. Oh, online. I think there was just this. Uh, yes, not at CNN.com, Sam. I thought you not, were down at the town square. Not at something awful. <laughs> you fucking. <laughs> you loser. Uh, the just the idea. I think it was um, funny for younger people to find out about how uh, a lot of parents of older people would get their kids together if one of them had chicken pox so that the other one could get it. Yeah, pox party, man. Those were huge. And remember my dad was throwing those. Uh, <laughs> get a bunch of kids to come over, empty the hot tub so there's no water in it, throw them in there, strip them nude, and cover them with the <laughs> lid. And then everyone comes out a little bit older, a little bit wiser, and a little bit itchier. Well, yeah, I had to do that. My, uh, my mom's best friend had a daughter who got chicken pox, and then I had to spend the night. And in the same I, bed? No, uh, they made us 69 and then I went home <laughs> and I was like, what? I was like, what is this? This is a uh, overstimulating. <laughs> That's how you got herp. You got it at seven years old. Oh, hell yeah. You never had uh, a shot, man. Yeah, there was no <laughs> dental dams. It was just uh, get in there. <laughs> Make her come. <laughs> then, <laughs> Make my daughter come. Nathan. My mom and her mom were they were sharing a nice can of tab I remember tab in the 90s they're, they're taking bets your dad's running book on who's gonna come first you were the little girl jesus christ uh but yeah we uh we this like is, drink from the, the free episode who cares oh, yeah. let's give him a taste this is this is my life yeah let's give him some poison no, i wasn't man. i wasn't talking to you nathan uh oh uh but yeah i we drank from the drink from the same can it was weird Huh. And I uh, got chicken pox and then uh, gave it to my sister again, 69 style. <laughs> uh, worked through it. Hey, it was <laughs> it was a different time because uh, we weren't able to put it on the Internet and make a bunch of money. We just had to uh, go on with our lives. It's just for the love of the game. We just had to do it for free. Yeah, for science. Uh, uh, Jason was there. He's jealous. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was jacking it. Yeah, your little five-year-old brother is just pounding it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen to this before I forget. Fucking, Uh-oh. this is your first. Listen to this. I did a show in uh, Raton, New Mexico. Tell on, me all on, about it. I'm sure Thursday. it went great. It was. It would have been okay if it weren't for one woman. You know, okay. Like, I thought every, gonna say was if it weren't for one Wally. If it weren't for one little Quebus named Wally Wally Wallow. No. <laughs> Wally was great. Um, okay. Brad Wenzel and Jordan Dahl came down and uh we did a show in Trinidad, went well. I was nervous about Raton because uh I don't think there's been any comedy there. There's not a lot going on down there. It's quiet. It's sleepy. Yeah, they've outlawed laughter ever since the Earp gang left. <laughs> yeah, yeah ever since billy anytime, the kid <laughs> anytime anytime anybody laughs down there somebody thinks that they're laughing at them and a gunfight breaks out yeah <laughs> so we we're at this bar and uh i don't know what to what to expect but 
this guy, uh, the owner, Jason, was there. And my God, he was straight out of a graphic novel. He uh, had something happen to one of his eyes. So it was all closed up, you know. And then that side of his face was tatted up to hell, like a bunch of thick, dark ink uh, on that side of his face. So you have a wound and then just fucking face tattoo. Yeah. So it's like, hey, stop looking at my eye. And it's like, oh, no, I'm I'm admiring that giant spider that you have (laughs) uh, right next to your. (laughs) And then uh, I'm not sure we tried to figure it out after the show. By looking at pictures of him online, but I'm pretty sure he had a knuckle tattoo that said rape. Whoa! <laughs> I, I cannot confirm. He was a super nice guy, too. So I might be completely wrong. Maybe he said vape. Or no. rage. Yeah, uh, it's possible. But listen, fellas, uh, it, it was four letters, and I'm pretty sure I'm four for four on what those letters were. <laughs> Again, like his face, I didn't want to stare. He was a nice guy. We had a nice conversation. He's a good guy. All did the other did the other fist say don't because that would make sense it's possible see yeah i i, I didn't want to worry about it <laughs> i just wanted to get the show going and uh you know he bummed me a smoke so you know he's cool in my book what, what whatever it says maybe it says always <laughs> but, <laughs> no i'm kidding uh he, he has a bunch of extra knuckles <laughs> but uh yeah no the show went well got to see a bear from like 100 yards away there was a bear in the dog park and uh so that was cool was a big old black bear you sure it wasn't jordan doll mourning his set <laughs> we had the show hadn't started yet because i saw how he was dressed look he looks like a white guy who gets beaten up by hawaiians he looked ridiculous <laughs> looked like he was getting false cracked live on stage <laughs> <laughs> uh no so raton yeah there were a bunch of uh tough looking dudes whether they were like the cowboy kind like white cowboy or like uh, Mexican dudes, you know, uh, they all, everybody looked pretty tough down there, but they were uh, cool. We had a good show. There was one woman who immediately was like, oh, this is about me. Like, uh, as soon as uh, I walked in, she said something about loving my hair. And I was like, she's going to try to touch it. And then uh, we set up the microphone and she like came over to it as if it was like <laughs> your 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 sound system awaits uh you know lady gaga <laughs> and uh she acted like she was going to be able to just start talking into it and i was like oh no no this is for the for the show we're gonna do uh so you're not gonna talk into this mic <laughs> you know like ever uh yeah <laughs> like i yeah i'd rather fucking kill you than hear what you have to say hey let's get that guy's hand tattoo up here into this <laughs> <laughs> uh she was uh so i knew she was gonna be trouble and she was you know she kept trying to fucking get in there uh you know in between uh one of those things uh i developed a defense mechanism where i got so sick of people yelling shit out when i would like pause for more than two seconds that a lot of times i would just head down and 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 talk probably two you know Faster than I should, faster than I would like to, you know. That's like a first couple years comic situation. I get it. No, it's not. It's something that it's a survival technique. So I don't have to (coughs) blast people every time I perform. And uh, me and Jordan both kind of did that. Brad kind (laughs) of, Brad, Brad kind of let this woman talk and then would just be like, this isn't a conversation. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how he, it seemed like he was mad, but he like kept it cool. I would have just, you know, 
maybe told her to fuck off, but he can't do that. That doesn't fit his the character he's doing up there. Wenzel's like, <laughs> he's one of those guys. Baby jazz man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby scat. <laughs> uh but yeah, other than this one annoying woman who really who really was just like Every joke is either approved by me or gets gets a no from me. You know, oh, she's yeah. a little Simon Cowell. And that was annoying. But I, my positive thinking was that at least there weren't eight of those person, peop, uh, eight, you know, eight more of her. Uh, everybody else was cool, had a good time. So that was a relief. You know what you should do when you do shows down there? Huh. Open carry. Just keep a fucking pistol on your hip, man. I had a and knife in my mouth for uh, for half the time, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just talking like a guy with a cigar, but it's a, a, a giant knife in my mouth. That'd be cool if you could get a knife tip put on the end of your tongue. And then just whenever, yeah, then you just hit him with the lizard. <laughs> 60, 69. <laughs> 60 knife. <laughs> 60 nice. Uh, uh yeah you should yeah, seriously was, get a gun and just keep your, your, your one hand on the mic and one hand on the gun at all times mm-hmm. and then just look people in the eyes as you say your you know colorful missives this is an open mic and an open carry and i yeah. will blast you <laughs> my crowd <laughs> my crowd work will leave you six feet under yeah i'm i want to put holes in someone so step to me <laughs> step to oh. me Rhonda. Oh, the other thing that was funny is uh you know when we after the show when we were trying to figure out this guy uh the tattoo situation <laughs> we uh nicole jordan's girlfriend nicole was down here i'm and, familiar uh, she's she was trying to find him and i was trying to find him and i found some pictures of him and i was like oh hell yeah and then i couldn't see the tattoo like any ink at all on his hand and i was like uh-oh this is a, this is fresh ink <laughs> oh, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't it wasn't like when he was 17 and didn't know any better no yeah i'm not sh- i'm not sure what was going on but uh it wasn't a youthful mistake it was a uh well thought out 42 year old decision <laughs> to get rape yeah. on his knuckles it doesn't make sense because like i said he seems like a good guy uh was very like pleasant nice supportive of the the show had a good time whatever all of those things so uh, we might have to get him on the pod. I want to hear. I want to hear this guy's stories. Yeah, I want to know what the other knuckle says. Must <laughs> can I has <laughs> can I has rape? <laughs> yeah, he's into memes. Yeah, uh, maybe it says Raiden. Maybe he loves Mortal Kombat. Oh, dude, there was there was a dude down there, Mauricio, and Listen he was a. He was a, a gay Guatemalan. Shit. You know, the, well, the gay Guatemalan. I shouldn't say a gay Guatemalan as if there's a bunch of those types of people down there. He's a, he stands alone. And he was hilarious. He was great. But after the show, he was saying how, um, how he's just been like, he was, he was married for a couple of years. Now he's divorced, loving it, single. I was like, oh, it's got to be tough. Uh, to like date down here he's like no it's great he's like he said there's all these tough guys that'll come hang out at the bar and they'll be like so are you a top or a bottom and then they will be like i love pussy and then at the end of the night uh he's like okay well i'm going to go home so you can go love pussy or whatever and then they fucking go with him and fuck they he gets fucked he gets pounded out he has saddle sores and i think he pounds too so it was fucking he said there was a guy 
tough looking big guy you know oh yeah fuck that i, I love pussy you i know? love it mauricio was like oh that's great that's that's you have fun with that and then he <laughs> went to leave or he left and uh all of a sudden he like hears a truck pull up and the guy's in his truck and he goes want to ride and mauricio was like yes of course and then they go to his house and then he gets fucking laid maybe even paid so you know, big big ups to Mauricio. Hopefully, he'll one find of these a, guys the is gonna one of, no, because one of these guys is going to kill him after your impression that you just did with his dick. He, no, he's, he's, yeah, they're gonna fucking. That's, that's what Mauricio wants, man. No, I don't. I don't think he's worried about it. Well, I'm glad he's living a big, bold, beautiful life down there in Rat, New Mexico. But it just seems like a dangerous place to, uh, you know, to be play, yourself. Uh, yeah, yeah, to be him. exactly to be hide under layers of <laughs> denim and leather. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I agree that it would not be. Uh, I mean, but that's a lot of places, you know. And he he was in uh, Breckenridge and got sick of it because it was a bunch of fucking rich assholes buying their third house for four million dollars, and so he got out of there. He probably banged his way through Breckenridge. Oh yeah, for sure. We call that pulling a Chuck Roy. <laughs> that's why chuck's show had to end because he fucking banged the lieutenant mayor and then they were like well sir here's the key to my hole you have to leave town uh yeah no i agree that it uh would be tough to be down there in raton but again uh a lot of nice people in raton it's not like everybody's got a chip on their shoulder and uh i think most people are down there on purpose as opposed to being born there and being stuck so that helps too, I think. No one lives in Rat, New Mexico, on purpose, man. Stop denigrating it by using the English term as if it's. Uh, you know, that's what I do. I don't call Pueblo Pueblo. I call it Town, Colorado. <laughs> yeah, well, you're nagging Southern Colorado and Northern New Mexico, and we don't like it. Hey, man, I'm from my my bloodline is from south of Rat. I'm a Rat person. I call Elizabeth liz liz colorado <laughs> yeah call it liz lemon colorado <laughs> yeah you guys have 30 rocks and those are your prized <laughs> possessions those yeah. are your precious resources <laughs> that's our currency look, look at our 30 rocks <laughs> <laughs> look sam's gonna put all of them in his mouth <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah jordan uh was trying to finish his set by doing one of his jokes about when he, he goes to the golden gate bridge yeah and, a, yeah, and a cop on a bike asks if he's there to kill himself, like ruins his whole vibe because he was having a nice time, like thinking about <laughs> the world and his place in it or whatever. And then the cop like shatters that, you know, nice you know time. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, it's, this isn't for you. I'm not catching you up. This is uh, painting the picture. I'm sorry. For the yes. audience. <laughs> we're, not, we're not just talking uh, and then we're going to hang up and go about our lives. So he's doing that joke and he said, you know, how it made him it, it makes you think that maybe you are going to kill yourself if somebody asks you if you are like, oh, maybe I am. Why are these rocks in my pocket? You know, and that's such a funny, fucking funny line. This woman keeps trying to get in there uh, to say something, but he, Jordan's steamrolling her. And then eventually she just goes, were they painted rocks? And it was just like, <laughs> oh, my God. Of course, that's what you had to get get in there. you know it was like uh I, I, if, if she had if she had tried to push it after the show i was going to tell her hey i know that it seems like it should be able to be a conversation but it can't be there because they're like music there is a, a certain pace or rhythm 
that you are interrupting and you know it's not the same as as uh music but it would be like if you know every time during a song you wanted to talk the band would have to stop playing and then you would have to say your dumb shit and then the band would have to like pick up where they left off you know it's fucking annoying that comparison would not have worked on this paint huffing mule brained woman all right (laughs) yeah no way were you gonna be like no it's like jazz lady and she's like I ate too many quarters. She's fucking. <laughs> she's a stupid woman who lives in rat, man. She's a rat brain bitch. <laughs> I mean, it is your job as the host to kind of take that bullet and be like, Mama Sita, you better shut up. All right. Yeah, no shit. I know uh, what it is to be the host, which I tried to I tried to reinforce the good behavior and say, you guys are doing great. Like uh, it was me and then Jay. And uh, Jay Gillespie and, uh, you know, he's a whole he's a handful, Mm -hmm. but also like he doesn't allow for talking. So I got to say, like, you guys are doing a great job. Just keep sitting there enjoying the comedy. These comics are great. They're very funny. I don't know. I didn't want to have to say specifically, (laughs) hey, lady, shut your giant mouth. Oh, dude, I bet the entire bar would have gone crazy. That tip jar would have been full because they all hate her. That's the thing about these small yeah. town shows. If you're in a regular bar, this lady has ruined every karaoke night. Uh, there's been various quinceañeras and uh, got out of jail parties there that she's fucking interrupted to, to sing the Star Spangled Banner. Like, <laughs> well, it, but that you know that it's also tough because maybe they don't like her a whole lot, but we are strangers from the big city of <laughs> of Trinidad. Right. And it's like, so, hey, man, we know she's a retard, but she's she, our retard. That's right. She, <laughs> yeah. Yeah I, yeah. I went to high school with her. Yeah. I, we 69 at 12. I was the one so. driving the tractor who put her in that condition. <laughs> <laughs> there are. Yeah, there are allegiances to yeah. to, you know, the town's folks sometimes that. So and, you know, you have to walk that line between being funny and a little mean and I didn't want to tip the scales and I don't know. So I, oh, I did. I mean, uh, you've been tipping the scales. Yeah. All right. Yes. I should cut a leg off so that we're the same weight. <laughs> hey, man, I'm down 17 pounds. Nice. Yeah, so I'm going to live you forever. Chopped, you chopped your dick off. That's cool. It's yeah. uh, extreme. You could have just kept being keto, but instead you're like, I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to take a shortcut. <laughs> it was a real shortcut, too. Let me tell you. <laughs> Shorter than Jake's neo-Nazi style hair. Yes. God is ass. Got him. Uh, I, I, the only thing that is funny is that you've got more on the one side of the side of your head than the other, huh? Yeah, by like a lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh you look like George Michael when the dog groomer's fucking power went out halfway through. <laughs> I got some hats. I got a couple of hats if you want to check them out. Becker, I, I tell you I, I got so many hat fitted hats. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. New hat every day, baby. Nice. Yep, can't be stopped. I got a hat for every regionally specific airport I can go to, too. <laughs> I'm going to come to Raton and I'm going to have like a Raton rodeo hat and everyone's going to be like, the prodigal son returns. <laughs> <laughs> the prophecy was true. He's back and he's 17 pounds lighter. <laughs> Keto's fun. It's like, are you eating a carrot? You fucking psycho. Slap it out of your hand. <laughs> no carrot. plate of bacon. You're going to live forever. No carrots. 
Oh, you can't have carrots, dude. They're laden with sugars. Are you crazy? Oh, if, it, boy. if it grows below ground, you can't. You got to get that out of town. That's a little rhyme <laughs> we do. What about potato? Becker, think it through. I'm on a diet where there's no starches or sugars. No starches. You think I can okay. have a tater? I don't know the rules of this cockamamie diet. I can eat whatever I want. Oh, you mean the one that Olympic uh, swimmers are on? Yeah, right. Okay. They're not, for sure. They're cramming <laughs> spaghetti. They need, yeah. they need carbs. Yeah, they're just munching skeddy. Emily's all skinny. She's been on it. She's been. She told me she's been throwing up, which is cheating. Emmy's been barfing? <clears throat> yeah, she puts a finger down her hole. Emmy, are you believing? <laughs> yeah, are you throwing up your food? Is that why you spend so much time in the bathroom? <laughs> You've just been in the bathroom blasting some 41 as loud as she can. <laughs> her, her, her breath stinks, and you're like, oh, boy, this keto is rough. And she's Emmy, like, yeah, Emmy just yeah, said, hey, you idiot. And <laughs> just said, don't make fun of bulimia. It's a serious illness. Yeah, of course. And we um, definitely don't make fun of serious things on this podcast. <laughs> well, tell us more about 69ing your sister. <laughs> uh, what do you think about that, M. Lund Munching Kim? <laughs> she hates it. <laughs> but Gordy's rock hard. Interesting. Wow. Gordy's humping the air next to you. <laughs> yeah, good thing I can't have that carrot. I'm hungry. <laughs> You remember Valentine? Remember Sarah B's dog, uh, Valentine, shit. would just hump his way across the carpet? Yeah, the horniest dog of all time. Yeah, it made sense B had that dog. It was, <laughs> yeah. She, yeah. <laughs> Valentine learned it from watching her. Oh, yeah. They're on the same diet of horniness. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, uh, like the, it'd be like the two cutest dogs, Gordy and George Michael. Oh, great photo. And then just in the background, Valentine. <laughs> Just <laughs> assaulting the air, just fucking, <laughs> just hand knuckle tattooing. Existence. That's him at the dog park too. At the dog park, he'd always just start humping. Yeah, and B's like, "Oh, Valentine," and it's like there's like children playing around. Like, mommy, what's happening over there? Oh, who cares? Oh yeah, who cares? I love a horny dog. It's one of the funnier things in life is a dog humping either another dog or nothing humping nothing. Just, just the the idea that they know that that's the movement, and then the details don't matter. Like inserting your penis into a a dog's vagin. Well, yeah, shit I mean, like that. They're like, hey, I'll, we'll figure it out later. For now, I just got to do this. In the immortal words of Ray Parker Jr., "Busting <laughs> makes me feel good." <laughs> I mean it is I think it's funnier when a dog humps a human's leg or their shoulder or the side of their head and mm-hmm. then the owner is always like oh that means he likes you and it's like no shit he's trying to nut in my ear <laughs> of course he likes me a half and dog also, half but also, human monster same time that doesn't mean that you like someone if you're trying to fuck them you're all horned up yeah it doesn't mean shit yeah it doesn't have any any bearing on uh, how much you enjoy someone's company no it's a survival mechanism yeah what's going on with you sam other than uh being angry all the time because you're on keto i'm not angry man i'm in a very good place (laughs) Uh, i'm actually i got so much energy i'm just fucking dripping weight off my body uh working out yeah of course i'm the best yeah right i'm number one the number one american football star it's saturday how much have you worked out in the last six days uh how many hours are in a week (laughs) <laughs> uh, nobody knows because like it changes probably, week to week 
probably like okay well at least like 50 percent of those hours yeah i'll bet yeah uh, ew dude you crack a tab i fucking motion. buried Marin on thursday <laughs> it was nice. insane i felt so bad about it <laughs> yeah right you're rock hard no dude you're I felt, harder than gordy <laughs> i felt bad because i was like okay well i won't do crowd work you know because that's a rude thing to do when it's a two-man show so i just did my act and it just leveled the place and then he went up there like the first four minutes he was on stage he was like oh, i can't fucking follow that i've done stand-up three times in the last year and sam just came up here and destroyed it's gonna be a whole different show people so uh lower your expectations for me mark Marin, who you all came to see he just like <laughs> he just like kind of bitched about how well i did and like mm-hmm. they're filming a documentary so steven fine arts is there with a the camera and i'm like dude i feel bad and he's like oh no he uh says this all the time and it's like i don't think he does i don't think he submarines his set immediately because he's in his head so much steven said that Marin was just in the green room watching my set going fuck oh fuck <laughs> jesus christ fuck so felt bad about that yeah i'll bet i, I did be- i don't want to smoke be- a guy i believe he- you he was like, I've never... Uh... You totally do. You've literally said every time the, the that this has been talked about, I want to crush every time. I want to bury anyone after me. I'm the best. Sam T Nation doing the worm. <laughs> Look, I do you say, say all these stuff. things. I do say that stuff all the time. <laughs> You're right. That is in my sleep. I'm murmuring those things. Emily has to put a wooden spoon in my mouth so I don't swallow my own tongue. Uh no, but I mean, he was nice enough to have me on his podcast, WTF, might have heard of it, and he he's never seen where's my the, act before. Where's the farts? Where's the farts? Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. I just felt bad. Like, I, it was opening night of Comedy Works, downtown. First yeah, show you, they've had back. You're fired up. Electricity in the room. Also, this was fucking stupid, man. I asked Marin, I was like, hey, man, can I open for you at those shows? And he was like... Uh, let me let me check. It shouldn't be a problem. I'll let you know. No one gets back to me. The list for Comedy Works, the weekend schedule comes out at like 6 o'clock. The show's at 8. Brent Gill texts me at 6.30. Hey, congrats on opening for Marin. I'm in Fort <laughs> Collins. I call Wendy. Wendy, what the fuck? No, that's the podcast. Uh, she, <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, they said that you were on. And I was like, no one told me. So I fucking haul balls down there. You know, run in the room. Hey, Marin, how you doing? Fine arts, what's popping? Comedy works. How the fuck are you? It's opening night. Electric room. Everyone's there to see Marin. Then he proceeds to go out there and just, you know, read. Oh, Josh Blue was there. Josh was so mean to Marin. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, because Josh asked Marin. He was like, "Hey, man, uh, can I run my America's Got Talent set after Sam? Like, I'm just trying to run five clean minutes." I guess Marin told him just no and shut the door. <laughs> so Josh was like, okay, enjoy following Sam then. And <laughs> so I get there and Josh is like, hey, I'm staying to watch the set, dude. And I'm like, all right, cool, Josh, this will rule. And then uh, I'm on stage and I can just hear Josh like behind the curtain where the piano would be going, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, would, yeah. do you think it would have made it easier for Marin to follow Josh Blue's best five minutes? No. Yeah. It <laughs> no. Been tough. It would have been much, tough. How much did you do? 20? 20. And then while Marin was on stage, Josh came up to me and he's like, hey, after Marin's done 
go up there and do 15 so they get their money's worth. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, no, dude, that's mean. And then Marin like was closing by reading notes. And Josh was like, he's reading your fucking note. Do seven. (laughs) Josh was so giddy that Marin was struggling. I mean, the guy hadn't been on stage. He's done like three sets, you know, like he's tuning up. He's getting his shit back together. Yeah, but should you tune up by doing the first weekend of the best club in the world? Well, I don't know, dude. I mean, I literally feel bad because, like, he was nice to me, and I don't—I didn't mean to. Like, I assumed that he would level the place because he's the man, and it's his crowd, and it's comedy works. And he was just getting his stuff back together. That's all. Yeah. Well, it's it's and just Josh funny. Was like, oh, you are good stuff. Yeah. Stop, stop doing <laughs> Java the Hut. <laughs> you're acting like you're you're doing like jim ross right after his bell's palsy attack <laughs> you're fucking you're making it seem like it's really hard to understand josh <laughs> like, like he's always choking on his tongue <laughs> i was gonna say uh it's it's weird when you are Marin and your whole thing while becoming super famous and known or whatever is to be insecure because then you, <laughs> you have to go up there and instead of having any confidence of 40 years in the business, you're just like, ah, that guy fucking probably has a cooler dick than me. Whoa, God, that's just a <laughs> funny way to go about life. <laughs> just be destroyed because the guy in the, the home club, you know, does a good job. <laughs> up front you're like oh god what the fuck god <laughs> just starts using again <laughs> comes out sloshed yeah like, oh. josh has like a needle and a spoon back there for him <laughs> let me just try the ass mark i sound like krang <laughs> <laughs> and janae was there too so she was like mm-hmm, that was good set man and Josh was like, yes, it was. I will stay to watch you do the set. <laughs> uh, so I think Brent Gill opened for him last night because I, I was booked for the whole weekend and I couldn't do it because I'm at the, you know, I fucking was at Comedy Fort last night. So I think he had me and then Brent Gill and then Adam Holland on Saturday. Well, but also, as we all know, contrary to what science and art have taught us, Brent Gill can crush. Uh, I know. At the That's comedy works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, contrary to all of God and man's laws, Brent Gill is an excellent comedian. <laughs> yeah, and like, Smart's trying to do all this introspective stuff, you know, like Smart, like he was like, one of the first things he said when he went on stage about me, he was like, you know, it's funny. When you only have a 20-minute set, it's like, what am I going to talk about? And, like, I was up there doing, like, my, you know, butt-fucking and fart jokes and stuff, like my new stuff. You know, it's pretty dirty. <laughs> and he, like, tried to get me. And then I heard Brent was fucking hosting, and I was like, oh, God, if you thought I was fucking blue and, like, below the belt, wait mm-hmm. till you see what Brent does up there. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we'll have to we'll have to talk to Brent about that because I'll. Yeah, contrary to the laws of matter, (laughs) Marin uh, could be dead right now. (laughs) (laughs) He could be swinging. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! 
<laughs> and yeah, like you said, those crowds, I'll bet, are pumped because if I, I doubt many of them have went down to the South Club, so they might not have seen comedy live uh, for over a year. Right. And it was a vaccinated show and they were literally all there to see him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably a super spreader event. So that's cool. Yeah, probably. I and mean, they're all crammed in there. No one was in masks. One lady was wearing a mask, and I was like, take that off, you pussy. And everyone was like, yeah. <laughs> Dump out your lips. Yeah, let's see. Um. <laughs> Josh was like, give me a kiss, little mama. <laughs> <laughs> Ever tell you about the time that I was uh, hosting for Josh at his like last album recording? And he had a bunch of uh, Josh Blue, by the way, people. I don't you, know said, you, know you, him. you said it already. Okay, cool. He's the man. Uh, we all love him dearly. He's, I mean, he might fucking pull the unprecedented move of winning uh, America's Got Talent and uh, what's the other one? Last Comic Standing? Star I mean, search. that'd be nuts. Yeah. So uh, I'm hosting for Josh, and there's all these paintings like on stage behind Josh. And I know he like dabbles in painting, and should I own a couple of his paintings? Uh, and when I go up on stage, I'm like, first thing I do is make fun of these paintings. I'm like, wow, you know, these are shit, you know, whatever. And the crowd fucking hates it. Like, they turn on me immediately. My opening set is brutal. I get off stage and I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't know what that was. And he's like, those paintings weren't done by me, stupid. They're done by this other palsy guy who paints them with his forehead. And I was like, oh, no. And I, like, go back out to bring on, you know, bring off the first comic. And the guy is sitting in the front row, you know, He's like, you know, looks like uh, he had been wrung out by two people. Someone had his feet, someone had his head, and they just twisted him around. Yeah. You know, like he had it bad. He didn't have it like Buckley style where it's just for TV. Like <laughs> just when it rains. Yeah. Like it looked like someone had to like hold him by his ankles and like swing him like a pendulum at the canvas so he could you know so it's like of course they fucking hated me and then it turns out this guy has like paintings in museums all over the world he's like a very well respected painter and i just opened my set by shitting on him uh on accident (laughs) i i i saw a crowd not love it once when you because they i think a lot of times they don't know how close comics are Right. And they'll go, they'll go, they'll swing like this painter. They'll swing wildly in both <laughs> directions. They'll either think that we're not friends at all. And so it's unprofessional to, to make fun of each other. Or they'll go the other way and think that we're all best friends and they'll be wrong in that regard. You know, if, if, as far as it's like, oh, yeah, if they're on the same show together, they probably work together all the time or whatever. Right. And uh, I remember one time where you shit on Josh. I think he did a set on like new talent night but like you know in that sweet spot so it's like there's all there's there's a bunch of comics after him and you were either hosting or you went up later and you just said he said something about having to change his diaper and the crowd was like <laughs> i don't think so honey <laughs> well he's beloved you know like- but 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 it's way funnier to realize that you were that you know each other and then if they don't think that they just think that you're like trying to get him, you know? Like, yeah, they think that I'm like petty and mean. Bury, yeah, bury him or something. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I've, it, it, but what the thing is, is when you're opening for Josh and you like do, and then they do like you blasting him, it's some of the biggest laughs you can ever get. Like that great bit I have about, you know, Josh Blue, he's a great father, he's raised two kids, never above his own head. Yeah. One of the best jokes ever. And I said that, <laughs> you know, I'm the best, Santee Nation, do the worm. <laughs> 
He, uh, <laughs> when that one hits, they lose their fucking minds. So yeah, well, it's because uh, I'm a brave artist who takes chances. It's the it is that benign violation that Dr. Pete McGraw loves so much. He sucks. Nah, but but that is, there is something to that idea. It's not the end all be all of why we laugh. There's more to it than that. It, there's more magic to it. But for it. for a scientist in a in a sweater vest to uh, break it down, that part it is part of that. Where like you're not supposed to make fun of them. You have to. You're supposed to call Josh brave or whatever, which he also hates. He hates it so much. Right, but. Yeah. <laughs> But that's what a lot of people think you're supposed to do is be like uh, very reverent of, yeah. of, of anyone with uh, any type of. You're supposed to treat him different because uh, he is this guy. <laughs> so uh, so to make fun of him is like taboo. But then if you know that it's OK, then you can laugh very hard because of the the whole uh, thing. You know, it's 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 fun to explain comedy, basically. Well, yeah, I mean, it's also like if you have someone in a wheelchair at your show nine times out of ten. They love it when you make fun of them because no one's ever treated them like a normal human being before. If you have a yeah. blind guy there, it's hilarious to throw a tennis ball at their head. You know? like <laughs> they just want to be treated like another person who's there because they're always getting treated differently like the other. And when you treat them like a, just a normal person, they love it. And then the crowd's like, oh, my God, what a monster. And afterward, they're like, we, I love you. You're the best. That was great. <laughs> Thanks for doing that to me, man. <laughs> Thanks for, thanks for bringing me in on the bits. I appreciate it. A big fan. Big yeah. fan there, dude. <laughs> so I guess that's how blind people talk. I don't big know. Big fan, dude. Hey, dude, that was great stuff, man. <laughs> it almost starts sounding like that one guy from San Can't Francisco. Get enough of that. Can't get enough of that funky flavor you threw down up there. <laughs> I'm blind as hell, but even I could see that you got a bright future, kid. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, Josh is the fucking man, and how giddy he was at Marin struggling was uh, was hilarious. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's great. Hopefully, Marin is uh, barely holding on. To, no, man, uh, he's fine. And again, like, I'm really, really glad that he was nice to me, and he did book me for these shows, and that he had me on the podcast. So, not trying to be a shithead. I'm just saying I regret having brought so much energy to the show before him. It is uh, tough because are you supposed to? Uh, well, we, you know, we've talked about this before. Are you, are you supposed to do your best stuff for the crowd? Maybe for the for the headliner? No, but then that's weird. Well, I didn't do crowd work. I know. I did I'm make saying, a concession. Do your. You you have to do your best jokes. It's not like you're supposed to like pull back. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe, I mean, last night probably think that. I got a standing ovation at the comedy for it after riffing 45 minutes. I didn't do that to him. I did my mm-hmm. fucking stupid, you know, I smelt a bad fart jokes and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think I've said on the pod, Josh is one of those comics that does not, he wants to have somebody funny ahead of him, not some weak, uh, you know, clown that, that uh, he, so he doesn't have to worry about uh, following someone. But Josh will follow whoever. And that's commendable because that's not always the case. Some comics want some new loser to go up first so that they can, you know, not sweat. Yeah, don't have uh, to work. That struggling, hard. struggling. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. Josh is just impossible to follow. He's one of the best comics working. No one gives him any respect. It's crazy. Yeah, baby. 
Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Becker's have another SIG. That's two in this hour so far. That's three. He's out there blasting. He loves them. Last time he had two in his mouth at the same time, which is a bold move. Oh, really? The Marlboro Tusk? <laughs> the cartoon character. He had like a mouth full of them. <laughs> I've seen my friend Ryan Jantikok smoke 20 Newport 100s at once. Oh, my God. It was fucked, man. He popped them all in there. <laughs> lit them all up with like a butane torch and then he puffed them all in a log uh, oh it was gross man jansicock you beautiful bastard well this was back when he had like you know five duis and was drinking scissor 24 hours a day he's come a long <laughs> way <laughs> uh oh i read that interview i don't think we're at an hour becker you fucking liar we're we're seven minutes short i gotta go do shit Oh, you got to go. Sorry. Where so are you I'm, at? I'm letting, I'm letting you know. My pregnant kid sister's coming here because her flight got canceled last night. So she had to drive up for her uh, baby shower that she was going to fly up to Denver for. Where's she live? She, she's stopping here to take a break. Uh, White Sands, Alamogordo. Oh, my God. She's down in Gordo? Yep. That's, 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 those of us in the know call it Gordo. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Blanco. Fat. You uh, <laughs> Spanish to English dictionary. Yeah. Blanco so Gordo, which she, is what they also call to, Lund. She was trying to call me when my screen went black, and then I ran out to see if she was here yet, and she's not, but I was unlocking the door and stuff for her. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, well, let's inconvenience your pregnant sister. Yeah. Where's that... uh, Where's the baby <laughs> father? Uh, he, he is in Alamogordo working. Or no, he had to go. He's at some other military base for, I think, six weeks, and then in uh september he goes to korea and then in november she goes to korea so you're saying there's a chance <laughs> there's a bit of a window here <laughs> you're, you're, try, you, you're trying to steal uh moose's wife huh uh no i don't want anything to do with that family <laughs> <laughs> uh, well big news uh, if you're in Denver, August 27th, Lucha Libre and Laps, me and Sam teaming up. Yeah, the dream it's team a, back it's together. Official. It's official. I, I, I big, I, I big timed Mitch Jones. I said you're off the show. Uh, if you show up, you will not be allowed in. And actually, he's gonna be he's gonna he's gonna be the ring announcer instead of Gossert, which is uh, an improvement for sure. I mean, I'm just really glad that you decided to do it with me because you were saying no you didn't want to do it you didn't want to hang out with me you didn't want to be friends and then you changed your mind and that felt good yeah uh it was just because i went up to denver a few weekends in a row and it was annoying and so i was like all right i need a break and now i i have had a break also i thought maybe i'd be busier uh working at the dad lounge in august so i thought i'd maybe focus on on that on making uh real money instead of comedy money uh but no i'm gonna come up Celebrate the birth of MT. Yeah, come on up. She'll be 30, dude. We're going to cut her open, count her <laughs> rings. <laughs> uh, you got anything to plug? Boulder Comedy Show, Sunday, 8 8. I'm there. And then all you fucking brainless bitches and gap mouthed idiots, I'm off until <laughs> August 27th, baby, taking the whole goo goo gaga diaper filling month of August off to go spend some time with my wife's family in the woods. I'm going to uh, see if little baby Susu is allergic to poison ivy. Uh, 
It's going to be fun, man. I can't wait to get up there and hang out with that niece of mine. Maybe shake her until she stops crying. That'll be great. <laughs> if, you are, uh, if you are caught up on the free episodes and you want more Chubby Behemoth in your ears, go to patreon.com slash Chubby Behemoth. We got maybe 43 episodes, maybe 44. 47. 47 episodes. My God, Becker. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's almost two days of content. Uh, yeah, you can have a whole weekend of Bernie's kind of situation and stuff them all right inside of you. Uh, some of the best episodes are Patreon episodes, just not 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 by design, just uh, how the cookie crumbles. So check them out. Thank you for listening. Uh, we usually record them at night, too, instead of when Lund has just woken up at one thirty in the afternoon. Like, follow, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your enemies to check us out. We're uh, a good podcast. I think I can say that about 100 episodes in. We're a solid pod. So, uh, yeah, happy exploring. Uh, I got to go fill a toilet and then maybe a a second backup toilet. So I got to go. But uh, I love you, Sam. I love you, Becker. I'll see you guys soon. Uh, August 27th, Lucha Libre and Laughs. Check it out. I love you guys. Becker, uh, say hi to your sister for me. How far along is she? Uh, She's due like the first week of November. So, so, there's, so there's not any milk in the jugs yet. I don't know. She's pretty big in the stomach. Okay. Well, yeah. If she if she has them, take a photo. We can post it on the Patreon. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> All right. <laughs> they shut the highway down. There's a button. the state line. Oh no! Do I need to go save her? I don't know. I need to call her though. I they will see you guys I, soon. Shut down I twenty five just north of. Colorado? What the fuck? Yeah. Why? Because yeah. she had him too much? <laughs> <laughs>